All right, everybody, welcome to the Scott DeConan Leadership Podcast. This is episode number nine. I can't believe we're nine episodes in already. I know some podcasts are higher than that, but it seems like only yesterday we were just starting. Um, today, I am going to talk about a website that I talked about on the last podcast, but knowing that some, some people may not have looked at that podcast, I just want to bring it up again. Uh, this website is called blesslibaria.ca. I'm not sponsored by them by any means, but uh, I believe that this is a good cause to bring attention to because these kids in the picture that you see on the screen, if you're watching this on YouTube, <clears throat> is uh, they are kids that have actually been able to eat because of this website, because of the power behind this. Um, and the teachers that are actually teaching these kids would actually have no income right now if it wasn't for what this website is doing and bringing attention to the fact that these these teachers and these kids are in really rough shape, especially with COVID. They were in rough shape before COVID, but now they're, um, they're in even worse shape. So um, I highly recommend it. If you can, by any means, please go to blessliberia.ca Again, that's blesslibaria.ca. I'm going to put the link in the show notes as well or in the description on YouTube if that is what you're, uh, what you're using instead. Um, what I also want to point out when it comes to Liberia right now is that when it comes to the Human Development Index, which is, you can see on the screen here, is represented as HDI, there's 189 countries that are categorized in this index. And Liberia is 181 out of 189. So they are really, really low at the bottom. They really need the help and their government just isn't able to help. So you're able to go on there. Anything you can give will help. I've been told that uh, 30 cents would feed a child. At the bottom of this website, after reading some more information, if you're interested, uh, you'll see the... Uh, contact information for Paul Miller. He's the communications coordinator for the Canada part of this uh, this whole thing. And actually one of the co-developers of this website. So you can see a way to contact him there if you have any questions at all. So again, the website, blessliberia.ca. All right. Thank you everybody for letting me put that in there. I do have a another guest. He was on a previous episode, episode number six, I believe. Uh, Mr. Hugo Isles. Hello, Hugo. Hi, how are you doing this, Scott? Good, how are you? Good. Good. Uh, just um, if you can give people just a really, really quick rundown of uh, who you are and what it is that you do to help leaders. Uh, it sounds so much better when you say it. So <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I really don't have much to say. I'm, I'm aspiring to be a leadership coach. Mm-hmm. So that's meeting meeting leaders one on one, and then and making sure that they're the best the best version of themselves, mm-hmm. and um, also passionate about um, leadership in general, from mm-hmm. the top leadership to to middle management to frontline, and uh, what that looks like in uh, our in, in in reality, and what Excellent. what and how and how it could be better. Excellent. And, uh, the last time I was here, we were talking about uh, a model that I was looking at called the Cascading Waterfall Model. Yep. It's, a, it's, a, it's a proactive approach to leadership, and uh, it, it in, it encompasses uh, feedback, which is something that uh, Scott and myself is really passionate about. Absolutely. And what, what that feedback looks like yep. and how, how we can improve more morale. Yeah, and it was a, it's a really, really good model. If you haven't, go check out episode number six. Hugo and I get into some really good uh, details, and really good questions about his model. I like how in that model, too, there's a reactive model and a proactive model. And yes. uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but the reactive model is kind of what companies and leadership is doing today. Exactly. The proactive model is what you would like to see happen moving forward. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, it's, it, it just makes it so much easier with the proactive model. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot less frustration on, on, the, on the top levels that, hey, uh, we've, we've, we've given out the rule or we've rolled out a policy, but it's mm-hmm. not changing anything. 
and finally right. you, you, you could actually see change. Yeah, yeah. So um, for those who haven't seen that episode, let's just point out as well that they can always go to clues, cluesolutions.org. Yeah, and that's a, a really good way and easy way to contact you. You are on a couple of social media platforms as well, although uh, the website's the best way to get a hold of you. So that's um, right. Yeah, I'll, we'll mention that again at the end. Uh, just want to mm -hmm. put that in there. So again, the website is cluesolutions.org. Mm -hmm. Again, I'll put that in the show notes as well. So you can go and check out his website and get a hold of Hugo because uh, he will bring a lot of value to your company. Um, so in this episode, we're going to talk about something that, Hugo, you introduced to me. And I, I got to be honest, when you first mentioned it to me, I was like, what? Uh, because <laughs> in society, we all know about IQ when we oh. test the intelligence of somebody or the way that they uh, oh. figure the test in that moment. And EQ, which is emotional intelligence. In fact, oh. uh, there's a book on emotional intelligence, which if oh. you haven't downloaded, folks, I really high, highly recommend either go and buy it or download it. Uh, it. It really is a good self-awareness piece actually i think there's a section there in there on self-awareness just to do kind of like a checkup from the neck up as Zig Ziglar used to say and uh just it's it's iq and eq are something that go hand in hand but you're going to introduce two new aspects of this and and they're really really it's amazing that i didn't hear about it until now so can you introduce what the next two are and where you got them from well, first, I don't want to blow my don't want to toot my own horn. I'm actually borrowing the wisdom of uh, Dr. Stephen Covey, uh, right. who, who wrote uh, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, mm. and he went on to write another book, which I think is fantastic, called The Eight Habit, and mm. it's about finding your voice, finding your uh, authentic voice, okay. and helping others to find their voice as well. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So you're getting these from that book, from the Eighth Habit. Yes, that's right. From from Bashi, yeah, it even talks about it in this in the book before the right. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. But okay. mostly in the in the Eight Habits is where it's focused. He okay. focuses on. So what uh, we're we're talking about, folks, is uh, what's called um, uh, SQ, which is spiritual intelligence. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know it sounds like I'm, a, I'm about to preach or something, but it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually a little deeper than that. Mm -hmm. And I also want to talk about PQ, mm -hmm. which is physical intelligence. Yes. Yeah. Could I go ahead, Scott, and then embellish on that? Or um, I, I think when it comes to the spiritual part of this, and, and I'm going to speak a little bit from experience here, is regardless of what your history is when it comes to religion, and God, I think once we realize that there is a spiritual part of our being, that's how we move forward in life, whether it be in leadership or otherwise. So what mm -hmm. I would say is uh, whenever you hear the term spiritual, know that we mm -hmm. are spiritual beings living in a physical body. That's that, that actually comes right from Bob Proctor. And right. um, the sooner we can actually identify that we are actual spiritual beings, it actually mm -hmm. opens the door for so many different things. So that's why I'm really excited mm -hmm. for you to talk about what what you know about this and, and what mm -hmm. it says in this book because i think mm -hmm. once we understand that we are the spiritual part of this mm -hmm. um the spiritual part actually affects the physical part and i know yeah. you and i were talking about that recently so that, that is um, so true yeah so and bob, bob proctor also talks about energy and saying that we're, right. we're actually made up of energy as well um, right. and he's talking about our physical uh, our physical being and our connection to the universe mm -hmm. and how that and how that works hand in hand mm -hmm. and uh yeah so it's a, it's an exciting thing to talk about excellent excellent so um one other thing i just wanted to plug in here well um before we dive into sq and pq is um i just want to first of all uh say kudos to you hugo for for doing this but also point out the fact that if it wasn't for reading books, listening to podcasts, whatever the case may be, um, we wouldn't learn what we know now, you and I. Exactly. So when it comes exactly. to leadership, we mm -hmm. need to know what is our future development plan. I said that in a previous episode. I can't remember exactly which one off the top of my head. 
but oh. uh, it's very important for leaders to maintain their education. Uh-huh. Because to think that I'm the best leader, even uh-huh. though I'm, I'm hosting this podcast, to think uh-huh. that I'm the best leader I can be is, is naive of myself. So um, know that development, personal development is a huge part of this. And that's why I, uh, when you said you were listening to these books or reading these books, I'm sorry. Um, that's the first thing that came to my mind is, is your development piece. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's important to be informed as a mm-hmm. leader so you can make better decisions. Absolutely. And um, what's, what I like about it, I can start with IQ. Sure. First of all, IQ, a leader, a leader has vision. Mm. So a vision, uh, like you were saying earlier, setting goals and setting, uh, giving direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't give direction if you don't have a vision at first, right? So I like that. the vision, the vision is kind of wrapped up with the, uh, with with the with the IQ, mm-hmm. and so that's like, um, but then that comes by reading, visualizing, planning, and writing, right? Mm-hmm. That's all mental, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what's awesome about vision is it leaks over into uh, what we call pathfinding. So the leader, let's take a look here. Pathfinding, it says here, jointly determine the course. So the leader determined the course of the company and he, he leads with confidence and with professionalism. Mm. And uh, it's easy to follow because he's, you know, he's quite transparent about his lead, he or she in their leadership. So vision is the, what their, their mind is on. They're thinking on the vision and they're focused uh, with, with that vision. And because of their mm. focus, the leadership is actually quite effective. Right. So that's the that's IQ. Yeah. Well, and and the first thing that came to my head when you said uh, about vision is like a captain steering a ship with nowhere to go. That's right. Right. It's uh, you you may you may be at the helm, you may be in the driver's seat, but it's like getting in your car and having nowhere to go. What's next? Exactly. Right? And I love the way that. Um, John Maxwell talks about this because he goes, uh, he says in a multiple of his episodes of podcasts, whether it be podcasts or books or whatever, is a leader knows before anything else happens. They can almost yeah. read the future in a way. Yeah, yeah. And see it Pat, before it actually happens. That's why they call it pathfinding. He's he's mm-hmm. at the helm and he's he's searching and he's uh he he's one step ahead all the that's time. Right. Yep. And the next yep. the next one is EQ. I want to jump into that. Let's do it. So. What we're talking about is things like service, empathy, synergy, and intrinsic uh, intrinsic security mm-hmm. of feeling feeling secure, and that's emotional, and that lines up with uh, passion. A leader okay. also have tremendous passion because mm. yeah, if you if you wanna if you if you wanna know how to sell people an idea, or sell or sell a product or service. Yep. It's passion that really helps it because passion brings auth- authenticity right. and there you go, right? right? And that passion works with empowerment. Mm-hmm. So empowerment, according to, the, according to the book here, empowerment is um, focusing talents on results, not methods. Then get, our people, get out of people's way and, and give help as required. So right. that's passion. That, that's empowerment. Yep. So as he leads he can empower the, uh, the management level and then the management level can then take that and go and and follow follow him as a leader whereas the front line follows management right. so it, everything just falls in, into place when he has that passion yep and i think it goes back to the question that we all have to ask ourselves is why are we a leader mm. because if it's uh, external and you're just into it for the title and the parking spot you're not going to be very inspiring. It's not going to be authentic, like you said, right? I like that, the parking spot. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a closer parking spot and a pay raise for some people. Yeah. And the reality is, if that is your reason for being a leader, mm-hmm. you're not going to be very successful with your team. Right. Uh, if the reason you want to be a leader is internal, and this is why you and I were saying on episode number six that you can actually be a leader and not have the title, Right. Because your passion is deeper than that. It's actually right. trying to inspire your team, help your team. Exactly. Exactly. To get better. And, yeah. and your impact, your, your impact is, is just as, just as uh, significant as uh, the leader at the top. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Okay. Yep. So could I could I go ahead and jump into let's do it. Let's let's jump into physical intelligence. Now people say, okay, okay what's physical intelligence? Yeah. What is, what are we talking about? So uh what comes to mind according to the seven habits of highly effective people is mm-hmm. exercise, nutrition, stress management. That's a big one. Stress management oh, indeed. Big. Um I was was reading up a book, a medical journal. And it was saying that uh, 70 to 75% of all illnesses and diseases is caused by stress. And I'm I like, what? Yep. That's a big chunk. So right. yeah, kudos. Stress management is, is, is something that we need to look at and, and uh, make sure we, we're on the right track. Um, uh, and then according to the other book I'm looking at here, see here, um, The Eight Habit, and it talks about dis- discipline. Mm-hmm. So doing the things that needs to be done when it needs to be done and, 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 and until you get to a place where you do the things that you, you want to do because you enjoy doing it. So you're investing, you're investing in yourself. So having the discipline to get things done. Um, I, I see when I look at the model, I see frontline as the ones that are, are doing or for, for doing the, following the rule and they're disciplined enough to do this, this a good job over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Until it can be monetized and it can, it can it can flow it can flow with the uh, management level as well as the leadership level. Mm-hmm. So discipline comes to mind, and another thing that comes to mind is alignment. And according to what it says here, alignment set up and manage systems to stay on course. Interesting. Interesting. I'm kind of thinking of what you were saying earlier, Scott, about that ship, mm-hmm. making sure that you're you're on the course. You know you. You, you can be the guy that's, 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 that's steering the ship, but you're not the captain. That's right. But you're, 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 you, because of the, his good leadership, you know how to, how to steer the, uh, the ship into the right direction. Yeah, he just so, knows how it works from the inside. Right. And I like, when I think of alignment, I think of almost like uh, people standing up in a line and everyone is so, like, almost like soldiers marching. Mm. They're so in alignment that there's no, there's, there's no breaks in the rank. Mm-hmm. So from the top right down, from leadership to management to frontline, that there's an understanding of what needs to be done, and then they get right. it done with discipline. So that, I think yep. that that's physical intelligence. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to jump into an interesting one. This is spiritual intelligence. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> what is spiritual intelligence? Let's take a look at some of the words that's said here in the Seven Habits. It says uh, uh, commitment, study, and meditation. Uh, you have a term here called value clarification. I'm not sure what that means, but I know it's uh, commitment and definitely meditation or prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, some people I, like, like myself, I pray mm-hmm. um, is part of spirit, uh, spiritual intelligence. Mm-hmm. And then in the eight habit, it says here, it's your conscious, your con, your conscience. Mm-hmm. So you have, you have a strong moral compass mm-hmm. that guides you as a leader. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes leaders deal with a lot of ethical uh, puzzles. That's right. And you, you want to know, okay, is it more ethical to do this or is it ethical to do something else? So you got to really have a, a good, a pretty strong conscience, meaning that you have, you know, you think about what you do and, and you have a, a, a moral compass that's healthy and something that we can depend upon. People can depend upon you to be responsible as a leader to make the right choice. And that, and that, flows, that flows into modeling. And modeling says to set a good example. Mm-hmm. And it's that simple. Spiritual leader means you're conscious, you're doing, you, you wanna do the right thing, you have good ethics, good moral compass, um, you meditate or you pray or whatever you do to, to strengthen yourself spiritually. And, uh, and it's needed from, it's needed at the top. It's also needed on the bottom. It's needed leadership. It's needed on the front line and, and middle management, management as well. So it, it, it affects the whole, the whole system. Yep. And I, I personally believe it's one of the most important ones. Now I, I can't say which is more important than which one. They're all, they're all important, <laughs> but you definitely need spiritual intelligence in there as well. Well, and I think one really, I, I believe this, this model really does not work without one of them, right? Like you need, 
you need the emotional, you need the spiritual, the physical, and the the intellectual intelligence. Yeah. For it to all work. It's like, a, it's, right. again, I think I mentioned in the last one, it's like a, a stool with four mm-hmm. legs. If, if you don't have mm-hmm. one, it falls. So mm-hmm. um, I, I do believe, though, based off what you've explained and you and I having conversations about this um, mm-hmm. and seeing what I have in the books and stuff is one... I would say if it starts anywhere, it starts spiritual. Yeah. And then it goes to the emotional intelligence. Right. Which is the passion and the vision. Exactly. Because everything that we want to do, and you'll hear this Mm -hmm. no matter which successful manager or uh, which successful person you listen to, whether they're an entrepreneur, leadership, whatever, is everything that's happened in the world started as a thought. Mm -hmm. Right. And, um, it could be argued that a thought is your spirit talking to you, your imagination right. talking to you. That, um, that's right. Steve Harvey, he mentions all the time, uh, he quotes Einstein, who said, uh, your imagination is preview to life's coming attractions. Mm. And uh, so by visualizing where you want to see your team go, what projects mm. you want to see accomplished, whatever, whatever it is, yeah. um, it starts with a thought. And then when you have emotion behind it, your physical attributes and your intellect kind of go hand in hand. Hand in hand, yeah. We'll carry it out. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna drop some 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 knowledge on you there, Scott. Because <laughs> let's do it. I just I just remembered this, and I I was talking to another buddy of mine about it. Um, I'm gonna s- skip over the physical intelligence and go and go to uh, 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 intellectual or mental okay. intelligence. Okay. Right. Um, there's what we call the known knowns. <laughs> so the, the known knowns are, are the things that we know, and we know that we know. Okay. And, yes. And, and and we anytime we're having a conversation about the known knowns, we yeah. say the word "I think." I think. Uh, so this is our mental. So we're calculating, we're <laughs> analyzing, we have interest, interesting thought. Now, then, when, when there's other times that you say instead of "I think," you said "I believe." Mm. That's the known unknowns. So there are unknowns mm-hmm. that you you know that the unknowns and they're there, but she said, I'm not certain, but I believe. Right. And that's your emotional intelligence. So that's your uh, your empathy, your passion, your you, you believe you as a, there's a saying, you think with your mind, but you believe in your heart. Mm-hmm. So that's where the uh, emotional intelligence comes from. Mm-hmm. And then the last one that surfaces is the unknown unknowns. So <laughs> the unknown unknowns, meaning we have no idea what, what, what we don't know. And mm-hmm. that, that, that requires, as my parents would say, my mom and dad, that means you, you need to go to a higher power. Mm-hmm. So that's where spiritual intelligence steps in. Yes. And as, as a leader, especially when he's leading a, uh, a group and, and he gets to the problem when he says, okay, I think this will work. Mm-hmm. No, that's not a problem. I believe this will work, but the unknown unknowns, I'm not sure Then he can go and decide he's going to pray or he's going to meditate yeah. or he's going to find some, 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 uh, some semblance from a, a greater power, whether it's the universe you believe in or God and, and yep. get, and get some answers based on what he does, uh, the unknown unknowns. So yep. that's an some interesting affirmations. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause affirmations talk to the subconscious and that, um, when you're talking to the subconscious, I believe, I can't remember who exactly said it, but they said that that's actually another form of praying mm-hmm. is when you're, uh, when you're actually telling yourself, like I heard, uh, one guy say that, um, to build his confidence, he'll look in the mm-hmm. mirror and he'll just say, I love you. 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 Sounds mm-hmm. hokey, mm-hmm. but, uh, you, after a while you start believing it. So are, are you sure this, this guy's not Muhammad Ali? uh if i yes, he, he loved he loved himself yes <laughs> yes he did good. but look what he did look what yeah, he accomplished a lot of great things yeah <laughs> yeah for sure for sure yeah um so it's a lot of um well and and you and i both being men of god is i mean it's faith right that's what you're, it is you're you're putting I, I, it out I, I there try- and having faith. i was trying to, I, I was trying to think of a secular word Instead yeah. of saying faith, but yeah. I think everyone understands when you say faith. It's it. Well, actually, the what the book says is, is called high trust, right? Mm. 
and and if, if you're gonna trust something or someone, you need to have a little bit of faith. So that's right. uh, trust and faith kind of goes hand in hand. Yep. Um, you hear people saying things like, "Oh, or like we need to have faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God." If you're a Christian, mm-hmm. and you, or you can say, "I trust in God." Yeah. In God, in, in yeah. God we trust. It's on the God it's on trust. the dollar. It's on the U.S. dollar. I think. That's right too. In God we trust. That's yeah. right too. Because once there's a high trust environment, that's mm-hmm. what starts the magic. That's what that's where the yeah. sweet spot. You, you get to that sweet spot where you can mm-hmm. work on every level, mm-hmm. and you'll 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 be an intuitive thinker, an intuitive believer, and an intuitive doer. Mm-hmm. So when all these are in alignment, then it's it, everything is just works in synergy. Yeah. Well, and I think, uh, again, if, and this is coming a lot from my personal experience too, where I had to get out of the mental state, of, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like whenever I heard spiritual, religion, God, it's almost like mentally I put up a wall and said, no, no, I'm not interested. Um, mm-hmm. And I really had to work on breaking down that wall because there's a lot of talking in my head saying, no, no, we're, no, no, that's just, that's hocus pocus or whatever, right? But right. when you actually read or listen to things like Thinking Grow Rich, where mm. he interviewed over 500 multi-millionaires, and in the 30s, that was a big deal, there's mm. a whole chapter on faith. Yeah. An entire chapter. And mm. um, so it's, it's a matter of putting it out there. And in Thinking Grow Rich, he talks about God or the universe as infinite intelligence. But right. even the people who are the most successful identify that there's an int- infinite intelligence. Like you and yes. I call call him God. Right. Um, some people may say the universe, whatever, whatever right. it is you call it. And, and this, right. this is not, we're not saying this to say we're judging anybody for what they say about this. But I think mentally we have to get past the point of getting in our own way to realize that we're spiritual beings. Exactly. In a physical exactly. body. Oh, it's so as, funny you said that. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, well, as soon as you could figure that out, mm-hmm. it, the doors just open. Well, it's just like what the book was saying earlier. When you, when you figure that out, it goes to your heart. You got that passion mm-hmm. in your heart. And you focus on talents, not just right. on results. Right. And not, and not just on methods, but talent. Yeah. And then you get out of the way. <laughs> Oh, is that what and it is? That's what the book said. It actually says that. <laughs> you then get out of people's way and give help as requested. Wow. And that's a beautiful picture of leadership. Mm-hmm. Right? That's that's like that person gets me. You know, like yep. if, if I have a leader like that, I'll just want to work so much harder because mm-hmm. uh, you know, he 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 sees my talent and then he gets out of the way and let me and let me and let me shine. Mm-hmm. And, and if if I have any questions or doubts, he's there to help me. What a leader. That's awesome. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Because he, he's exercising spiritual spiritual intelligence mm-hmm. as well as emotional intelligence. And of course, his IQ uh, is, and then of course, physical intelligence comes with the discipline. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and when you were going through the PQ qualifications or uh, descriptions there, there's a couple of things that came to my mind when it comes to the physical intelligence part. And the, the two things that came to my mind, first of all, is when somebody's working out and I can almost guarantee somebody to shut off the podcast. When I said that, um, <laughs> what do you mean? This is about working out. I'm out. I'm, uh-uh. No. Um, <laughs> but when it talks about willpower, self-discipline, all that kind of stuff, there yeah. is a discipline when it comes to working out to making sure that you're consistent in going to the gym, you're eating healthy, all that kind of stuff. Right. There's a discipline behind that, as well as when you were talking about alignment, I automatically thought of things like the chiropractor or the osteopath or the massage therapist. Yeah. Because when your body, we'll say your back, because that's what the chiropractor focuses on most for me anyway, is mm-hmm. out of whack, it's not aligned, mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel right. right. It hurts, you can't walk right. Um, mm-hmm. You're just, every day you're getting up and you're like, Oh, I need to stretch. What's going on? I hate waking yeah. up with a headache. Whatever the case is, yeah. um, as soon as you are back in alignment, not only does it feel better, but you're like, okay, I can do this. Let's go. So yeah. it it all comes together. Yeah, it's it's interesting how 
um, we're not actually taught this, which is why this is a huge book for, right. for people, leaders especially, to actually engage. Because if you can actually look into somebody's, like you said, and, and this is said perfectly, so I'm just going to recap what you said. If you can look mm-hmm. at somebody's spiritual gifts, right, something that they can do without even trying, right, they just basically wake up, do, and go, right? And yeah, uh, yeah. if you can identify that in somebody and really harness it, Right for your team, that 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 puts you above most people. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And it works. It works in such a way that you know it's a win-win, mm-hmm. right? Because the lead as a leader, uh, you know, could you imagine his, the way the way that um, his his team looks at him or, or thinks of him? Is he's such a great leader, mm-hmm. and at the same time, the person that he's helping who has got. Uh, who has a talent that needs to that needs to shine? Mm-hmm. Uh, that it's a win for them as well. So it's a win-win. It's not uh, it's not a fear-based um, paradigm. It's actually more of a uh, a high trust-based uh, paradigm. There's a lot of trust and a lot of um, you know leadership. Treat. He can empower them because he knows he trusts mm-hmm. them, and yeah. they have the, the the talents to to shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and there's another way that I was thinking of this too, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, but, um, Mm -hmm. like when you, as a, as a leader, have your team set to complete a certain goal or task, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that come into play with SQ, PQ and EQ and IQ as well. Um, Mm -hmm. but being that this is mostly focused on, on SQ and, uh, PQ, PQ, yeah, it's, um, there's some aspects. So let's say that you, you're the leader and you set a goal. Um, my thought on this, and this is something that I had to learn because we're not, I I wasn't actually taught this growing up is Mm. your goal has to be something that almost scares you Mm. that you actually don't know. You have actually no clue right now how you're Mm going to get there. Um, Wow. And if you're not thinking that big, then you're actually shortchanging yourself. Yeah. 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 And what Bob Proctor says, and he says this in a bunch of his YouTube videos, it's a matter of setting an A, B, or C type goal. Mm-hmm. And an A goal is where you're basically, not only do you know what you want, you know exactly how you're going to do it. For example, right. I want chicken for supper. Right. Right. Uh, B type goal would be, in his words, is like something that you want, but it's going to take a little bit more work to have. Like if you want to mm-hmm. buy a new car, for example, Mm-hmm. you know how you're going to get there, whether it's mm-hmm. financing, paying it outright, whatever your financial situation is, mm-hmm. it's just going to take some work to get there. Mm-hmm. A C-type goal is just what I was explaining, is something that is not only so far beyond what you believe is, is possible, mm-hmm. it, it scares you. And, and that's why it takes, it takes a leader, yes. like a true leader to embrace that with 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 with, with gravity, uh, you know he's he's not he's not uh, thinking about daffodils and and mm-hmm. butterflies and you know he's, yep. he's in touch with reality, but he's yep. he still realizes that it's, it's a big it's a it's a much bigger reach, yes. right? Yep. And that's why I go back to when it's I, I believe everyone is intuitive in their own way, mm-hmm. and I go back to the part where I said because the SQ is really something that the leader has, so the mm-hmm. CEO. Or the, or the founder or the senior pastor mm-hmm. that he is intuitively an, a, a believer. He, mm-hmm. His belief is his intuition. And because yeah. of that belief, he has high trust and he can get, he can get you to be inspired to become a better version of yourself. There you go. Right. Like so he has, he has the SQ and management will have sort of like the IQ mm-hmm. and then the, and, and the, the EQ also comes into place with, uh, but front with uh, PQ rather is the front line and EQ is also leadership as well. So mm. uh, being being an intuitive believer then works hand in hand with an intuitive thinker. Because mm. uh, like I said, a thinker that only looks at facts, right? They look at what right. at the known. They look at the, what we call the known knowns, mm-hmm. while the believer is dared to believe in the unknown unknowns, like, right? <laughs> something that's right. never been done before, or something that that a vision that is so big that it scares you. Right, and it's 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 so big that you like 
what does that really look like? Like, what, what is, what, mm. imagine the quality of your life. Imagine, you know, uh, how you'll be able to help so many people That's with right. that kind of, kind of the huge, uh, and yeah. it takes a leader to carry that and to say, yeah, this, mm. is, this is the vision. And then, and then it becomes an intuitive uh, ability for him to believe that the, the, th the thoughts come into mo motion and then the intuitive feelers, who is like um, the, the white comedian we were talking about earlier, mm -hmm. or the, the intuitive feelers, and they're, and they're the ones that addresses the why. Mm -hmm. And then by the time it comes to frontline, who are the intuitive doers, mm -hmm. everything is in harmony. Yep. And it's, it, it's, it's intuitive. So you don't have to, 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 to work it up. You just mm -hmm. do it and it's just right and the timing's right and and it's, it's just uh it's so organic and beautiful that that's the leadership that i dream about that's awesome yeah and i think too when you when you were talking about this um there's a couple things that came to my mind first of all when you have a goal that big like you were explaining and you have to as a leader bring your team with you what instantly goes in my head is a good leader in this aspect goes behind the crowd and actually helps guide them or push them forward because there's yep. going to be a lot of people if the goal is big enough where they honestly will believe that they can't do it because you're thinking bigger than they are. Mm. So you That's almost have to inspire them mm -hmm. to get to your level. Wow, well, that I, I can say so many things about that. That's awesome. <laughs> but, but that's that's the definition. I was actually looking it up while you were saying that. That's mm -hmm. the de the definition of what's called servant leaders. Mm -hmm. Servant, servant leaders are the leaders of today. Yep. The leaders that will be successful when all other leaders fail. That's right. And my belief is servant leaders is the new leader. Yeah. Because he's not just leading by just um, his words. He's right. leading by his deeds as well. Yep. Absolutely. And it, at anybody you look at, you can take a ten, a ten year old kid or uh, a, a man in his sixties, his fifties, forties. They all know he's he, he, when he says something, he means it because he's going to follow up with deeds. He's yeah. going to actually do it. And yeah. a, a servant leader is awesome. Yeah, he lives it. Yeah, he lives it, and that's why you know it's authentic. Exactly. Because if he lives what he's what he's doing when he tells his team. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter whether he's at work or at home. If mm -hmm. he's living it day in and day out, then he can mm -hmm. actually talk about it. And it will come through very authentic because you know that he's doing it or she's doing it. Um, and I think a lot of that comes to uh, not only inspiring your team. Like I say, you may have to get somebody to the level that you're thinking because you want to set a new sales record. You want to... Um, prove that your department has improved three times what they could have. I, I'm not sure exactly what the measurement would be in that. It's kind of varies amongst businesses. But um, when you have set such a big goal for yourself mm -hmm. that it scares you and your team is trying to get on board, there's one big thing that comes with this and it's trust. Yes. They have to trust you as a leader that you believe that you can do it because here's the thing. If you don't believe it, they won't. Mm -hmm. And if you can't explain to them with mm -hmm. not only passion like you were talking about, but mm -hmm. being authentic mm -hmm. and just I don't, I, ethical isn't really the word I'm thinking of, but just no, but yeah, I know what you mean. Enthusiastic. Authentic and enthusiastic. Yeah. And I see a little bit of what you're talking about in the book, the book I'm reading, folks, mm -hmm. the, the, the Eight Habits. Um, right here, it says in, on page 317, mm -hmm. uh, there's a question and answer. And the question was, the buzz used to, to be about TQM or quality, you know, like quality assurance, that thing. Mm -hmm. But when, when it became empowerment, the new buzzword today is innovation. What will it be tomorrow? What's, what does the future hold? And you know what he said? I, here, here we go. He said, I suggest it will be wisdom. Mm. Mm. Right? Unless you have principles at the center of a person's heart and soul. Mm. Right? Heart and soul. Right? Spiritual leadership comes from the soul. I believe that. And, yep. uh, and uh, emotional, emotional intelligence comes from the heart. Okay? So um, and spiritual intelligence comes from the soul, I meant. 
and in the relationships. So he says here, unless you have the principles of center of a person's heart and soul in your relationship and the culture of an organization, you cannot build high trust. Mm. That's exactly what you were just saying. Exactly. Right? And yep. without high trust, you cannot have empowerment. Mm. When rules take place of human judgment, you can't nurture a climate of innovation and creativity. Right. I'll say that again. When rules take the place of human judgment, you cannot nurture a climate of innovation and creativity. Mm. Instead, you'll have a, a nature or a kiss-up a kiss up culture, mm. right? Without high trust and aligned structure, structures and systems based on an, an abundance paradigm, you cannot get quality assurance, right? Right. At, at, of necessity, the age of wisdom, and this is what he says, the age of wisdom, which is the next, he thinks the next um, thing after uh, the industrial age and computer age and so on. The age of wisdom, in my opinion, will follow the age of information mm. when the essence of leadership will be a servant leader. I, I'm getting goosebumps. I'm getting hey, goosebumps. This is uh, page three, 317. Get the book. It's awesome. Eight Habit, Stephen Covey. Oh, it's so good. So good. And I, I love the fact that you brought up innovation. I, I honestly believe I'm, I can do a whole podcast episode just on innovation. As I look on Google here, I just searched the meaning of innovation just so that we're right. on the same page. And mm -hmm. the very first thing it says is innovation is the creation, development, and implement implementation of a new product, product mm. service. So mm. I think I think this the reason this has been so big 60. in mm -hmm. my world moving uh, recently and as well as uh, just just in the world in general is yeah. if we keep thinking of what we've done, we're going to keep getting what we have. Yeah. And so for us to go to the next level with our department or our company, mm -hmm. we have to think outside the box. Thank you. And I think one of the biggest things that scares people, and correct me if you think differently, I think one of the biggest things that scares people is the idea that if I create something, it might fail. Mm -hmm. And if it fails, then I'm a failure. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, so a lot of people default to, I'm just going to do what I know has always worked. Mm -hmm. Even though here's the, here's the thing that really gets me, even though it may be more expensive mm -hmm. and more and less time effective. Yeah. It's what has always worked. Therefore, that's what I'm going to continue doing. And it's a matter of stepping outside of your comfort zone, mm -hmm. right? Being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Right. And then from there, taking your team to the next level. Right. Stepping outside of your comfort zone, expanding your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And then taking your team to the next level. So I love the fact that you brought up innovation because I think that's something that is that is huge. Uh, you and mm -hmm. I were talking earlier today about the Wright brothers. Yeah. Bicycle mechanics. Right. And after how much testing and, and failing, right? I'm going to mm -hmm. use failing in air quotes because really they didn't fail by the end of it. They just didn't quit. Right. Um, they, they were innovative. And I can almost guarantee not having lived at that time, obviously, that everybody around them thought they were crazy. Yeah. Because here's the thing. All geniuses, and Bob Proctor mm. says this, and I love this, all geniuses or the people that we look now as geniuses are dead. That's true. When when and when they're alive, we didn't, we didn't think they were geniuses when they're alive. We they, were they, they were crazy. They were crazy. Right? You look at Edison. He figured out... Um, I've heard a lot of variations. So I'm going to say 10,000 ways of how to not to make a light bulb. How many mm -hmm. times were, were his neighbors saying, why doesn't he just quit that? Go get a job. The guy's crazy. Why does he, or, or how does his wife put up with him doing that? Mm -hmm. And now people are still talking about him this far in the future, in the, in time. Mm -hmm. He just, he was innovative, right? Yeah. Such a big thing. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a buzzword that we hear a lot. 
in, mm-hmm. in business in general, in business, in non for profit and environment arenas as well, oh, um, yes. like, like ch- churches and so on. So yeah. everybody wants it, but th- there's a there's a there's a cost. There's a price for that. That's um, that's right. You know, that's a high trust environment. You Very. have to if, build that high trust so that you can actually empower. Mm-hmm. And once you empower, then you can be innovative and creative as yeah. well. You yeah. know, um, the, 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 it's, a, it's a fantastic paradigm because you see someone with talent rather than stuff, stuff it out of them and say, saying, oh, I don't want that person to steal my job one day. No, you encourage them. And you say, hey, you got talent. You should, you should really let it shine, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, push, push them ahead of you. You'll be, you be in the back to support them and give them anything they need, but just let, put them in, a, in the spotlight so that they can shine. And, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of leadership that, that it, uh, I think we, we're looking forward to seeing today, servant leaders. And I don't, I'm just reading a quote by Abraham Lincoln. It says, uh, the surest way to reveal one's character is not through adversity, but by giving him power. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is, this is good. Because that's leadership. As a leader, you have power. You have access to power. That's right. The question is, with, 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 with my character as a leader, mm-hmm. you know, what decisions will I make? Am I thinking of the guy on the bottom as well, the guy on the front line, the people on the front line? Am I thinking of management? Mm-hmm. Or am I just kind of leading within a bubble, just doing my own thing? Right. Right? Exactly. And, and yeah. I, want, I, I should be encompassing everyone yeah. to have a high impact uh, in, in my circle of influence. So I, mm-hmm. I would say my sphere of influence. That's right. Yeah. 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 And that book actually talks a lot about um, the circle of influence as well. Mm-hmm. yeah so and that that's huge man we could talk for hours on this but uh yeah i really think this is a good good place to to wrap it up here so okay no problem yeah so um again we just to recap we talked uh, most people know about iq and eq um the eighth habit really gets into sq and pq spiritual and physical intelligence and uh Man, so so much good conversation coming out of that. So, um, and do, do you mind if I say something really quick? Yeah, please so, do. Yeah, yeah, folks. If you don't remember anything we've said tonight, just think of spiritual intelligence as someone who is um, someone who's not afraid to either meditate or pray. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, depending on your beliefs or background, but you're looking for to a higher power or something bigger than bigger than yourself, whether it's the universe whether it's um, looking inward to your spirit's spiritual self mm-hmm. or uh, your ancestors, depending on what you believe in God, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, but you, you're, you're not afraid to, to really sit down and trying to tune out. You, in other words, you, your ego is, there should be no, mm-hmm. almost, almost just a little bit of ego, mm-hmm. you know, and you're able to tune out and just be in that conscious state where the consciousness is coming from a higher, a higher source. Right. Um, I think of uh, one of my, one example I think of for leadership is the prophet Daniel, who mm. had, was faced with a challenge of having to fi- figure out what the king's dream was and then tell him what the dream means. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because, right. because none of the wise men, the wise men says, well, how can we tell you what your dream means if you don't tell us what your dream is? And, uh, and, and the king says, I'm deliberately going to withhold that information from you. And if you can't tell me <laughs> that what I want to hear, everyone is in trouble. Right. So, so Daniel came through and said, just give, me, give, me, give us a little time and I'll be able to tell you by this time tomorrow. And that night they prayed and they fast and they asked God. And God was able to download from a higher, as a higher power, mm. was able to download his wisdom in Daniel. And, and his insight and, and understanding. And so Daniel was able to tell the king his, what his dream was and what it meant. And because of that, he was able to sit right at the king's feet. You know, he, he was, he was, he was uh, promoted so highly above everyone else that the only person that was above him was the king. Right. And that's leadership right. because the king saw a leadership in Daniel. Even though he was on the bottom, the king yeah. noticed, okay, this is a leader. This person needs to be promoted, right? right. To, to be on my level, you mm. know? That's cool. And this, this is a really good segue for that. Yeah, uh, right. So spiritual leadership is where it's at. If you want it to be authentic, 
you don't have to be religious, mm-hmm. but spiritual leadership is the future. Yeah. That's where it's at. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, um, and again, the, the spiritual part of correlates and affects the physical part. Yeah. It all starts uh, so, with that. Spiritual intelligence. That's what I meant. Yes. Spiritual intelligence is, is where it's at. Yeah, and sure. as, as we say, it goes hand in hand with physical intelligence mm-hmm. because, because you're, you're, you're tuning spiritually, you come, you, you know, that, that your timing is perfect. Everything mm-hmm. gels into one It's so organic and it's easy to, it's easy for everyone else to dance. It's mm-hmm. like choreographing, just dancing to the tune because yeah. everything is in alignment yeah. and it starts from the top down from spiritual intelligence. It's so good. So good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, once again, it was it was a privilege having you on here, my friend. And um, we'll definitely have you on here again because every time we talk, we just bring up nothing but good things. So uh, what I'm just gonna say to please read read the book, um, The Eight yes. Habits, yes, uh, by Stephen Covey. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you has read the uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It's mm-hmm. a really good book. And then yeah. his next book was The Eight Habits. So. Mm-hmm. If you can get a copy of that, either by an ebook or an actual fit hard uh, physical copy, yep. uh, I would suggest you read it. Actually, what I'll do in the uh, in the notes as well is I'll put an Amazon link so people yeah. can click right to it and buy exactly the one that we're looking at. Um, yeah, and go from there. So yeah, perfect. So again, folks, if you want to get a hold of Hugo, please go to cluesolutions.org. Cluesolutions plural dot org and uh, he would just love to work with your team. Yeah. So. Do you have Do you have uh, the internet? There you can pull up the website or. Ah uh, yeah yeah I can. Yeah, if you can just just so they can take a look at what it looks like absolutely. just just the the front page. Yeah. So again, folks, it's clue solutions plural dot org. So again, clue solutions dot org. Yep. Uh, for those that are watching this on YouTube. This is what the front page looks like. And there we are. Yep. There we go. So you can go and you can see that it uh, goes anywhere from talking about Eureka moments, which we talked about in uh, episode number six, to yep. going all the way down. And you can actually contact, whether it's on the top right-hand corner or on the mm-hmm. bottom, you can just click right mm-hmm. on here. And this is the best way for them to get a hold of you. Awesome. Why would it bring that? Anyway, um, so yeah, a really, really good conversation. I'm really glad to have you on. And yeah, thank um, you. Yeah, I'll post a bunch of those links into my into the notes, so mm-hmm. people can just click right on them and right. buy the products or check out the websites, whatever it is, and mm-hmm. go from there. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you very much for being here and thank you everybody for listening. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to this channel, whether it be in podcast form or in video form and make sure you turn on those notifications so that whenever I come up with a new episode, uh, my mission is every week, then uh, you can get some of this great content completely for free. Um, You can also go to my website at scottdeconing.com and uh, you can always take a look at what I'm doing on there because it's updated as often as I can get on there. So uh, thank you once again. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you on the next episode. See you later.